Assalamu alaikum. If you're enjoying these Somali language videos, and I really hope you are, then please consider becoming a patron of the YouTube channel. You know, I love dedicating so much of my time and my life to improving the resources that are out there for learning the Somali language and kind of showcasing a journey of somebody actually experiencing the learning process. But um, even though all of this is for free and I bring all of these videos and podcasts and articles on my website and stuff for free, it's really not free to make. Um, it costs hours of my time in um, recording and you know, shooting and editing and publishing and, you know, as well as distributing it on all the different platforms as well. And, and it also costs a lot of money in terms of recording space and equipment and all kinds of things like that. So if you want to be behind supporting it, then uh, you can become a patron today. Something really nice as well about the community isn't just that we're not just saying give us money. You know, we're, we're saying contribute something small on a monthly basis, whether it be $1 or $5 or $10, all the way up to $100 if you want a lot of rewards in return. And that's kind of a big part of the point of the Patreon community. It gives me an opportunity to get a bit closer to some of you guys and give you guys some rewards. So thank you so much for supporting the channel. Some of these rewards include bonus resources. They include discounts on our up and coming merchandise that we're going to be publishing in the next year for celebrating the Somali language. So if you're interested in becoming a patron or you just want to learn a little bit more about it and how it works, go over to patreon.com forward slash Sam of Somalia. So welcome to episode 16 of my Somali diary. For those of you who don't know, this is a series that I do here on the YouTube channel from Monday to Friday every single day, where I just kind of bring you guys on the journey with me as I learn the Somali language. And sometimes there are hiccups along the way. Sometimes people need to correct me on things and stuff, but that's all part of the learning process. If there are any things that I get corrected on, then I'll put them in the description below. It'll be on the top line. We'll have kind of a corrections and then things that I get corrected on, inshallah. But hopefully most information should be accurate. You know, we go to great lengths to make sure that it is. And we refer to books and dictionaries and stuff like that. So, um, so what are we doing in this video? So actually doing part two of this little three video series that we were doing on saying this and that in the Somali language. So um, so last Friday what we covered was, um, yeah, was saying like this house or this car or this whatever, right? When you're actually using it with a noun, you know, and we kind of learned that you put these demonstrative pronouns, you call them, on the end of words. And we also covered how there are these two cases in Somali called the absolutive case and the subject case. So um, we're going to kind of expand on that in this lesson, inshallah. So today we're talking about how sometimes you don't always put these pronouns on the end of nouns. You know, sometimes they just go on their own. You know, sometimes, sometimes it's not necessary to say this house. Sometimes we might just say something like, this isn't good. We might not refer to the noun that we're talking about. We might not refer to the house or the chair or the video that's good. You know, we might just say, this isn't good. You know, not, not so long ago, I remember I was driving my mother-in-law around in London and... Um, and I think I was going the wrong way or something. I don't live in London. I don't really like London even. But I was, I was probably going the wrong way. And my wife was next to me. And my, and, um, my mother-in-law was in the car as well. And, her, and I heard her say, Tan ma Like, this isn't good. Tan ma You know, tan... You know, she, she's not saying, like... She's not saying, like, this car isn't good. She's not saying this way isn't good. She's just saying this thing. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's always implied in the conversation when you're kind of saying, this thing isn't good. And she says... So let's run through the different ways you actually use these of saying this and that if you're not actually referring to a noun, if you're just saying kind of this situation, this isn't good, right? Let's just run through the ways of saying this and that on the table. So just like last time, we've got kind of these two columns because we have these two different cases, absolutive if, uh, if it's not a complete sentence and then subject if you're referring to uh, the subject of a complete sentence. So they are almost identical. Um, to the previous lesson, but it's very, very much worth us running through them anyway. So, um, so for this is can or tan for masculine and feminine, respectively, and then for that one, cas or tas, um, and then that one a little bit further away, we have care or or tear, 
And then for th that one, that's even further away, we have car and tar. A lot of you guys in the last video actually mentioned that you've never heard of care or car. I haven't either, but they're in the grammar books, so I wanted to bring them to your attention. And perhaps, so sometimes words like that, that aren't so common, you know, for some of you guys, you're at a level where if you bolt that little bit of extra information onto your Somali, it'll really up your game. And also for those of you beginners, if you can drop them in conversations, it, it shows people that you, uh, that you that you can hang, then that you know what you're doing. So, uh, so next, let's talk about the subject case. So we have Kani or Tani, Kasi or Tasi, Keri or Teri, and then we have Koi or Toi. You'll notice that um, all of those are really just adding an I on the end, except in the bottom right-hand corner where you have Koi, and toi, we have this little y um, before the i on the end, and um, you know that that's quite a common habit of just spoken language anyway. That that we kind of put consonants in the middle to join up vowels, like koi without a y sound is is quite difficult really. So we just have koi and toi. So we're going to go through some examples now, inshallah, and I think it'd be good for us to kind of use the same word that we used in the previous lesson to really have a clear understanding of how it's used differently, right? So if you remember in the last lesson, we used the word guri, meaning a house, and you probably remember us having guri gan for this house. You know, we had this kind of kan, and it became gan on the end. We had a guri gan. But this time, we're going to see kani wa guri. You know, we're saying this is a house. This one is a house. So that, that's different to what we learned in the last lesson, right? This lesson is kind of all about saying, this is a house, and the last lesson was all about saying, this house, right? Guri gan would be this house. Kani wa guri is saying, this is a house, right? And you, you can see how there's a difference between that being a sentence and, you know, this one being a sentence and the one last lesson not really being a full sentence as well. So if we were to say, that is a house, we're going to say, kasi wa guri. Or if we were to say, that over there is a house, We'll say keri wa guri. And then last but not least, if we were to say that one all the way over there is a house, we're going to say koi wa guri. You know, you'll notice that we're using the masculine ones because the word guri is a masculine word. So that's everything for this video. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you did, please don't forget to like and share it and never forget to subscribe to the channel as well. Next lesson, we're doing part three of this series. So it's three of three in this series. And what we're doing next lesson is we're taking the concepts that we've learned in this lesson and we're making it into the plural, right? Because, you know, we've, we've kind of learned about how to refer to the singulars. The Somali language doesn't have dual, thankfully, but it does have a plural, right? So we're going to learn how to say some of these things actually in the plural in the next lesson. So just before we go, don't forget to check out patreon.com forward slash Sam of Somalia, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Salamu alaikum.